You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Scandariato with Red Knight Properties. And today we have a special guest, Ed McKeith who is a successful author, teacher, and real estate investment expert. She has a very inspiring journey, um, which began, and she'll tell it better than I will, but as a single mom, and she started at age 16. Um, so I want to hear that story on how she was able to start so young. Um, but what we're going to talk about today is what she's up to now, which is buying long-term buy-and-hold rental apartment buildings. And she's going to talk about uh, her claim to fame, um, as well as how she was able to create financial freedom and helps others, which is what uh, I'm all about as well, to kind of share wealth together and uh, help people achieve their financial goals. So, uh, Edna, I'd love to hear your story, and thanks for coming on the show. My pleasure, Anthony. Great. So tell us what, what happened at 16. I, I wasn't you know, looking at real estate at 16. <laughs> I think that uh, came through a little bit wrong. I became a single mom at age 16. I actually didn't oh. start investing in real estate till 2007. Okay. Um, but I, I throw that in there, Anthony, because it just kind of shows people that, um, you know what, there's always time uh, to do stuff, doesn't matter what's going on. And uh, when, I, when I was 16 and had a child, you know, I couldn't go to university, I didn't have that option. And uh, so I just started doing, you know, admin jobs, that sort of thing, and just built built up. And uh, the last 15 years before I became a real estate entrepreneur, I was a financial advisor. And I really liked it. I enjoyed uh, visiting with people and helping uh, with their money. But, you know, once I understand real, once I understood real estate, I couldn't sell mutual funds anymore. So <laughs> I had to sell my practice. And a lot of people thought I was crazy because, you know, I was making about 250000 300000 a year. And... Um, but, you know, we haven't looked back. I, I like real estate so much better. It's solid. It's less risk. Uh, I, and I mean, there's some risk involved. There's no doubt. But it's not fluctuating all over the place all the time. And it really bothered me when my clients were ready for retirement. And all of a sudden, the, their market dropped. And it was worth like 65% of what they would put in there. And uh, I, I went through that three cycles while I was uh, in there. And, and I just didn't like that. And um, so we had 50 doors within 18 months of starting. And that's when we really knew we had something. So uh, two years in, sold my practice and concentrated on real estate full time. And now we're at 778 doors. Our last uh, two purchases were in Memphis, Tennessee, 178 doors March 31st and 82 doors the, the year prior. And, and other than that, most of our properties are in uh, Western Canada. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and where are you based, Edna? In Saskatchewan, just outside of Regina, the Queen City. Oh, okay. Excellent. So you're, you've been investing, you mentioned in Tennessee. Uh, where, are, where are your other properties? Mostly Saskatchewan. We have some in Alberta and some in Manitoba as well. Excellent. So how are you able to scale? You said 2015, you started really investing? I, uh, we started in 2007. Seven. Okay. Yeah. 
And then, uh, yeah, and now we're at 778 doors. And, you know, our, our basically our key was uh, we educate our investors. Um, and uh, as we're educating them, of course, there's a lot of people out there, as you know, that would love to invest in real estate, just don't want to do it themselves. They're kind of scared. I know when we were started, we, we were scared of everything, tenants, toilets, you know, <laughs> you always heard all the horror stories. Um, but we actually primarily deal with managing partners as well. So we still don't deal with tenants and toilets. And uh, we like that part. Uh, my my um, expertise is, is dealing with the investor side of things. Excellent. So what's your blueprint to building wealth? And obviously you do, you have a coaching program as well. So um, can you talk about, you know, your portfolio is worth about 75 million or so? About 75, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So over that time period, how were you able to find these deals? And that was a very hard time getting into multifamily real estate in 07, 08. So how did you overcome that as well? Well, you know what? In the US it was, but in Saskatchewan, we had a really great market going on. Uh, we bought uh, our newer newer house at that point in 2002. And from 2002 to 2007, our house doubled in value. So from 222, actually over doubled to 470. So that was what really got us starting to look, holy cow, look what real estate did for us, you know. And um, and we actually used the equity out of our home for our education and then our first couple purchases. And then from there, we knew we wanted to scale. So we knew we had to uh, use other people's money and bring on investors. And, you know, I think we got to 437 doors with our first 20 investors. And then of course, as we scaled, we started adding people. Um, but for us, the biggest key was we started out partnering with people who had more experience than we did. So we brought capital and then they managed the deals. Lots of times they even found the deals. Um, and so at the beginning, we were just a little unsure. And as we wanted to partner with people who had the experience, you know, and to this day, that's the model that we like. Uh, we raise the capital and then uh, we have managing partners in different areas that manage the deals. Excellent. I see that. So is it a fund to funds model, so to speak, ish? No, we do them individually. Each property has its own investors, its own corporation, and uh, we keep them all we keep them all separate that way. There's sometimes when, when we have a package deal that will bring maybe somebody, one uh, group of investors will be with three or four buildings, something like that. But generally that happens if we purchase them all at once. But, you know, we've done lots of BRR strategies in the multifamily. So uh, just to give you a couple examples, um, we bought 144 units in 2012. That was our first big purchase. And we knew that with cash flow alone, because one thing we do is we only buy if the building's cash flowing, even if there's potential for more. Um, cash flowed right from day one. And we knew that just with cash flow alone, we could have our investors paid out in four years. Um, four, four and a half years is kind of what we targeted for them. And uh, we actually had them paid out in 30 months. And uh, what we did is we increased the rents, renovated, and, and it was fully occupied. So we had to wait till people moved out and, and then uh, renovated them that way so which which is why it took us three years to get that done uh, but when we refinanced we uh, had all our investors paid out in and then uh, they went on to invest in other properties with us and uh, we still own those properties today so we did a few different ones like that we had a 24 unit building uh, all two bedrooms that needed renovation. So we went in, we we increased rents because our rents were really low and then renovated as people moved out. And then uh, within uh, 18 months, we were able to re refinance that property and pull all the investment capital out of it as well. So we love it when we can have those uh, happen. But, you know, those don't happen all the time. 
uh, one of my coaches and mentors that I start with, he said uh, that most of his money was made with average deals. And that's the case with us too. Most of it's made with average deals, not home runs, but we did have a few home runs in our career too. Excellent. Oh, that's, that's great. So what's your, your investment strategy seems to be a little bit more longer term, but if there is a refinance event, what happens? Do you still hold it for the life of the new loan that you just took out the property uh, on? Okay. Yeah, we very seldom sell actually. Like we've sold a few, got rid of a few that were, you know, just better. We had better opportunities. So it made sense. Uh, but most of it's been long-term buy and hold. Excellent. So how are you um, growing your business now? You mentioned you closed a larger property in Tennessee recently. Are you looking at anything else? Um, can you talk a little bit about uh, your book as well, uh, which is Multiple Ways to Wealth? So can you, can you talk about what that's about and how people can find it? Well. Sure. Uh, they can find find me and, and uh, anything that I offer, my books, my program and stuff on my website, which is edmundkeep.com. Uh, but yeah, we bought uh, uh, 178 doors March 31st, 21,600 a door in Memphis, Tennessee. And you know what? It was just a classic case that the buyers didn't live there. They were expecting property manager to look after everything and it didn't and it got run down and uh, got highly vacant. I think it was like 30% vacant when we, when we purchased it. So we got a really good deal. We figured we'll put in about 16 a door and then it should be valued between 50, 55,000 a door after that. Um, got some tax abatements from the government and, and all that kind of stuff. So we really expect that we figured that one would kind of be a home run. We just raised capital, uh, bought it all with cash. Uh, and uh, same with for the renovations, uh, have that, that all with cash. And then once we get all the work done in there, we'll refinance with probably no uh, none of our own capital left in there. Yeah, excellent. That's an awesome story. So yeah. why did you decide to do that? Because, um, you know, you could have gotten financing. It's very cheap right now, even on the bridge financing side. You know, because we're Canadians, Anthony, it just made more sense for us um, to to bring in our investors. Most of our investors are from Canada, uh, because even even though the financing is good, it, it's easier for us still to finance it once it, once it's all fully occupied and everything else. Excellent. No, that makes yeah. a lot of sense, especially with currency. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, so, talk about your your book a little bit more. What 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 made you what were, what, how were you inspired to write that and, and how has it helped, um, whether it's your clients or just, you know, everyday people change their lives? Well, you know, I, I, I was inspired to write it because I was told that uh, a book is kind of like an enhanced business card. It really gets people to kind of hear your story and, uh, and, and then you can educate them at the same time. So that was my main uh, idea was because I wanted to educate people because, you know, even though I was a financial advisor, a lot of people think financial advisors are rounded in what they understand and what they know. But, you know, I, I was trained by mutual fund companies. So that's all that I knew and understood. I didn't understand. I, I, when I was educated on real estate, it really opened my eyes to the possibilities. Like uh, people used to come into my office when I was an advisor and they would want to talk about real estate and, and that they want to take some of their money out of mutual funds and put it in real estate. And I'd go, really, you want to put something in asset class that grows by about 3% a year? And I just did not understand it. So I knew if I didn't understand it as a financial advisor for 15 years, there's a ton of people out there that have no idea at all 
on how real estate works with the mortgage pay down, the tenants paying your mortgage. And um, our training originally was with Robert Kiyosaki. And most people have read his Rich Dad, Poor Dad group. And he always says the key to building wealth is having other people pay off your assets. And I love that about real estate. You know, we can buy it and then the tenants pay it off. And uh, I think that's a really big key component to building wealth. You know, absolutely. And you see that, you know, from every asset or every aspect in multifamily, um, whether it's the tenants paying down your principal or, you know, you're putting in most likely your own money with your investors. So most of it's investors, but it's able, it's allowing you to grow and scale uh, your business, which, which makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and can you talk about, uh, you have a mastermind as well. What's, and talk about maybe the importance of having a mastermind or what is a mastermind for those of sure. who are not aware. Um, you know, that kind of came about organically, Anthony, we had done so well, like I said, we had 50 doors in 18 months, and we continued to grow from there. People kept asking me, how did you do that? And I realized that we had set ourselves up on a system. And that's something that a lot of people don't have, you know, they take a little education here, read a book there, take a class, take a class, take a class, take a class. And there, there was no real system for them to grow. And that's a part that I feel like can really help people. Um, I've been able to take people and, and, and you know, and they, they could be well-educated all the way around, but they still don't own anything and help them buy a multifamily within a few months of working with me because it has to be systematized. And it especially has to be systematized if you want to scale and get bigger and bigger and bigger. You can't be willy-nilly taking a course here because everybody teaches differently, right? And I always tell my students and and potential students, you know what, you can study till the cows come home. And it's not till you actually buy a building that you're even going to know that you know. And my job is to kind of help you with that, like help you through all the steps, because there's more steps involved than a single family home. But other than that, it can happen just as easily. You raise capital for something like that. Investors love multifamily because they're low risk investments. Um, they like the fact that they're treated and financed like a business. So that that's how my course kind of came about is teaching people about that. And then the mastermind wrapped around it is there's a lot of courses out there I find where, oh, you, you get you get access to me for six months. And if you don't have your building, like you're you're done, like you got to come back or rebuy. I work with my people until they have one, two, even three buildings sometimes because they that's when they need me. Once they've got two, three buildings, they're off on their own doing whatever, uh, you know, they need to do. It's the first two or three that are scary. And sometimes it takes people longer. I had one. Most of my students are hitting their first building within six to 18 months, uh, because it does take four months to take possession. Usually if we, we do a lot of CMHC insured financing. So it takes us four months to even take possession from the time we make the offer. And, um, and so a year, two years out, when they've got all their buildings, they're off and running, doing their own thing. But that's when they really need their handheld through all the nuances and everything that has to happen, as you know, right? Environmentals, building condition reports, insurance, like we got to make sure everything's lined up, all our ducks in a row so that we can take possession of that property. Right. It does take some time. And it's really great that you're able to give back and uh, provide value and knowledge and, you know, your expertise that you accumulated over all those years to your students. So do you work with a lot of students or do you always have a select because your time is finite too. So um, I, I find I do some coaching too. And I find 
the few, almost like the fewer the better that you can't really have too many unless your message kind of gets a little waddled I, I would say yeah. well I'm, I'm usually working with between 25 and 30 at a time but yeah. not all of those are physically buying a building because the course that I offer is 90 um, days long so 12 modules designed to be done one a week. So lots of them are just doing their assignments, learning along the way. So it's generally the middle group that needs me, you know, and that's when I book one-on-one calls with them when I'm helping them work through the process. And then we have a group call, which is, you know, like-minded people all working together. And sometimes the investors, uh, some people sign up for the course, realize it's too much work that they want uh, more work than they want to do. So sometimes they just choose to invest with the other students. Sometimes they just choose to buy one on their own, but invest uh, with another student because it's a really good deal, you know, because they get to learn how to analyze the deal properly and stuff like that. Uh, So, yeah, that's kind of how I run everything. Great. So you've been creating a community and uh, been doing a great job at that. And how can people uh, find you, learn more about you and then be a part of your community and your world? Well, the uh, my Facebook is Coach Edna Keep, and then I, I also have a, a group that I'm actually just launching brand new, and it's called Multifamily Property Entrepreneurs, and we're just in the middle of building a tribe, and our goal, Anthony, is to have 10,000 people owning 100 doors apiece, because I think if you have that 100 doors, you've got your financial freedom, right? Like, you you're, you're maybe don't have everything, but if you've got that, then the sky's really the limit once you know how to buy your first 100 doors. Absolutely. No, it makes a lot of sense. And uh, for those of you who want to reach out to Edna, we'll have a link to her website and social media in our description as well. And if you liked what you heard and or saw, if you can please give us a rating and review on iTunes, it would help. And then my message get out to a greater audience because that's just the way iTunes works. So we really would appreciate that. And again, Edna, thank you so much for coming on our show today and look forward to having you on again soon. My pleasure, Anthony. Thank you.